And now, welcome to the Just the West podcast. Hey, what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Just the West podcast. I'm your host, Just the West, and it is Sunday. And what a week it's been. NFL draft has now been officially completed. Uh, your boy, Just the West, but I also have my homie, uh, Rory Boy. Rory Boy, you there? What's up, guys? Your boy, Rory Boy. Checking so, in. Checking in. So I'm actually uh, at his house because, uh, I kid you not, it's uh, Sunday afternoon. I finished work. I did a couple of open houses, but I'm at Rory Boy's place because, uh, yeah, Warriors game is over and it is 4.50 right now. So we're here actually for Game of Thrones. Yes. Episode so, three should be, a big, should be a big fight one. So should be fun. Yeah. I'm super excited for it. Uh, but I'm also very excited about the NFL drafts. I thought this would be a good time to talk about the NFL drafts before Game of Thrones and then, you know, before the week starts for Monday when you guys officially listen to the pod. Um, so once again, you know, the Niners, the Rams, the Seahawks, the Cardinals. Uh, what I really liked about this draft overall was, I mean, the NFC West was pretty much, in, in my eyes, n- n- no bias, Obvious bias, but <laughs> obvious bias. Um, for you, Justin. Man, a lot of big names went into the NFC West division. You got Kyler Murray. You have Nick Bosa. She got DK Metcalf. Oh yes, I forgot um, about that one from Seahawks. Hakeem Butler. I mean, there are like you know going into this draft, there are a lot of big names. Yeah. You know whether it's Twitter or just the forums or whatever that you know a lot of I would say armchair GMs were enamored with. Yeah. I think it would be pretty exciting watching Nick Bosa chase around Kyler Murray for the next few years. Yeah, man. No, I mean, honestly, right now, I look into this division. You have Cliff Kingsbury. You have Kyle Shanahan. You have, um, you know, Sean McVay. And then you have the old sage. You know, you have the three-eyed raven, which is like Pete Carroll. Yes, yes. yes. Oh, yeah. You got to love that video of him I know. taking his shirt off. Yeah, with DK Metcalf. That was great, man. It was great. So having said that, let's let's go ahead and segue into just – Looking at the draft for all four teams, I'll go by step-by-step step with the picks, and, and I'll just give, give my take. I think the biggest thing about the NFL draft isn't necessarily the picks themselves, but with the NFL draft, what happens with each team respectively really shows how they prioritize you know, their roster, meaning that pretty much they're trying to fit their needs, trying to fit their mold, you know, Trying to fit the schemes that they're trying to build. So it's but, to, that's what I feel that's. But more so than anything, you know, fans might think that they, hey, you know, if you might need help at wide receiver, but they go cornerback instead. It really shows what their needs are, is what you're saying? At least internally. Like if they feel they're good at receiver and they, and they, they don't draft them, oh, yeah. I mean, it, it shows they're like, hey, we like our group. We believe in these guys, right? Right. We're not going to draft anyone to replace said player. Yeah, you know I what I'm saying? I agree. Right? Yeah. Uh, whether they're right or wrong about that, that remains to be seen. But it shows, let's just looking at the, at the tea leaves, you know. Yeah, that's true. Well, when you see Arizona, there he took a new quarterback just because it's his guy, right? The coach comes in, he takes his guy, he gets rid of the old guy. Yeah. And that's something that, you know, it shows that they don't believe in the player or not. So, I mean, that is that is big picture stuff. Yeah. That's big picture stuff. So, I mean, yeah, let, let's go ahead and get sure. started with the Let's segue the into the team by team. And maybe we'll go over, you know, who you liked, who you didn't like, and maybe you can go over the grades of each team. Yeah, sure. No, let's go. Let's go. Over right, it. Let's start off with the uh, Arizona Cardinals, Justin. So who's your favorite pick from the Arizona Cardinals? So, okay, in regards to, like, my favorite pick about the Arizona Cardinals, I mean, it would be 
Are we going value? Are we going talent-based? What are you thinking? So, I mean, it. this goes back to the whole big-picture ordeal. So, I mean, Cliff Kingsbury is the new head coach. And so they. it was a bold move, but I give him a lot of respect to do it because, I mean, theoretically, if he's your guy, I'm referring to Kyler Murray, the first overall pick out of Oklahoma, and you feel that he's the one in your air raid offense, I mean, yeah, take him. You know, uh, it's going to change your franchise. It's going to give an identity to your team. So you, uh, so you say that was your favorite pick for the, for the Cardinals? I would say it is, is my favorite pick because it's the gutsiest pick. It was one of those things where... You know, um, and this kind of this kind of f- fucked them over at the end in regards to like Josh Rosen getting traded. But they tried to do both, meaning that they tried to not necessarily give away that they might draft Kyler Murray, but they kind of said that they they were, but they weren't. You know, <laughs> right? Flip-flopping, trying to right. They were trying to do smoke screens at the end, saying yeah. you know, even to the Niners, like, hey, we might take Bosa at number one, yeah. we might take Quinn and Williams at number one. But you kind of think they were just playing the game there, you know. Exactly. Yeah, people thinking they did that. They played games. They got Kyler Murray anyways, and that kind of backfired at the end because by doing that smoke screen and actually drafting Kyler Murray and still having Josh Rosen on your roster, it's hard to really get good value for Josh Rosen. That's true, right? They couldn't get a first round pick. They couldn't get an early second. They had to wait until I think they got it like what the sixty fourth, sixty fifth pick in the draft to trade. Josh Rosen for that second round pick, and they also gave up a fifth rounder, and so they didn't get great yeah, value. Value was really terrible on that. I mean, uh, Josh Rosen was a first round pick. FYI, <laughs> too, like for them to trade into the first round last year, it was only last year that they, yeah. you know, drafted Josh Rosen. They gave up a first, a third, a fifth to trade up with the Raiders to get Josh Rosen. And for them to trade away Josh Rosen and to give up a fifth-round pick, not to mention, I believe, from a salary cap perspective, uh, they're going to eat about $11 million in dead cap for that. Yeah. And whoever's uh, Miami got him, right? And they're yeah. getting on the tail end. I think the first year was contract-heavy, right? And then the remaining years will be pretty pretty cheap on the cheap end. Yeah. So, I mean, kind of similar to, like, um, shoot, um, Antonio Brown. Right when you trade a player like that and has all that signing bonus and, and all these guarantees, yeah. when you trade him, pay the guaranteed money. You got to pay the guaranteed money. Yeah. All right. So you got to you got to reap what you sow. Okay. And so they did that. And so I'd say my favorite pick per se is it was a gutsy pick. It was it's a franchise changing pick. Yeah. We just didn't like the way they handled it. I didn't like the way they handled it. I agree with you. Um, I think they could have probably, you know, traded Josh Rosen, got a maximum value. Yeah. yeah. Got a first rounder. Because if they trade it beforehand, I mean, why do you need to put these smoke screens for when you, you know you have the pick, the first pick already? You don't have to, like, play games. You could just trade the first pick. I mean, trade Josh Rosen for a first rounder earlier. Yeah. And you could have gotten two first rounders. So they were trying to do both. They were trying to do the smoke screen and try to get value at the same time. Didn't necessarily work out the way they had yeah, hoped. But I don't know. I, I respect the pick. And if anything, you know, as a fan of the NFC West, uh, I'm pretty excited for it. Because when you look at the rest of their draft, it was pretty much building around Kyler Murray. Yeah. I mean, look at the quarterbacks in this division. It's going to be pretty tough. I mean, you got Garoppolo... Russell Wilson, uh, Goff, and mm-hmm. now you got Murray. Murray's pretty good. 
pretty good foursome right there. Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, let's just go quickly th- throughout the picks. I mean, Byron Murphy in the second round, cornerback out of Washington. Um, really good cornerback, uh, one of the top-rated cornerbacks. So I, I get that. Smaller guy, he's probably going to play slots, but you could make a case he could start alongside Patrick Peterson. Uh, Andy Isabella, slot god out of Massachusetts. Yeah. That was the pick they got from Miami, right? And that was the pick. Okay, my bad. It was the 62nd overall pick. Yeah, third round, right? Uh, second round. No, second round. Late second round. And so uh, instead of good. Josh Rosen, they get Isabella, who's going to yeah. be. He's like a Wes Walker type. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, especially in the air raid offense where they have four wide receivers. I mean, I, I get it. Yeah, get the ball out quickly. Third round pick, Zach Allen, a 3 4 end, set the edge. Uh, nothing too glamorous, but I, I get the need. Fourth round, uh, great value. First pick in the fourth round, Hakeem Butler. Oh, yes. You know, a lot of people, myself included, I had him mocked in the first round to the Ravens. So for him to sl- slip down right there, awesome. Fifth round, Deontay Thompson, safety out of Alabama. Uh, I know that there were some injury concerns, some concerns with his knee, but for him to fall to the fifth round, I mean, that's how you draft. You find a lot of value yeah, right I mean, there. He's an Alabama player, you know you're going to get some good. To be a good player, exactly, and just interestingly enough, uh, the third wide receiver in the draft in the sixth round, they drafted Keyshawn Johnson out of Fresno State. No relation, no relation, <laughs> no relation. It's spelled Keyshawn K E E Sean Johnson, so I don't think they're related. Uh, and then they fi- they uh, went back and forth, but then they finished the rest of their draft. Sixth round pick Lamont Gallard, center. Seventh round pick Joshua Miles, tackle. Uh, seventh round pick Michael Dogby, defensive end, and Mr. Irrelevant, the very last pick in the draft. Yeah. Uh, at number two hundred and fifty-four, Caleb Wilson, tight end out of UCLA. Um, All right. So we already told me your favorite pick of this, of this for this team. Who do you think the the kind of questionable pick for the Arizona Cardinals? Where do they reach? You know, where do they get bad value? Well, I mean, okay. Um, I'd say that. You know, off the top, Zach Allen, third round pick. I mean, he's cool. He'll set the edge. He's not really um, not explosive. He's good. Thing. He's good for the run defense. But I mean, I, I would have liked a little bit more upside. Um, you know, I, I I think it's just a good, um, solid white collar, not a white blue collar, collar, blue collar type of pick where you know hard. It'll get the job yeah. done, but the, for the 65th overall, you it's know, it's not splashing. I would have liked a little bit more pizzazz. I mean, um, I think that I would have preferred more of a, a pass rusher, pass rusher prospects. Um, but it seems like everything else was dictated on their offense. Yeah, it was dictated on speed. Um, yeah, I would have liked another pass rusher. All right. So what do you think overall grade for this team, Arizona Cardinals? Overall grade for this team. So when I when I look into this team, you know, you factor in Murray and how they built around him with his drafts. And it's promising, too. I mean, you have Murray as your franchise quarterback. You have David Johnson running back still there. You still have David Johnson. And so by theory, with this draft, you're going to build the offense. You're, you know, you're one of the offense. It's going to take some time. But you, you already have Christian Kirk at the slots. And apparently you have Isabella at the slot as well. You see, we got Larry Fitz. They could probably bring Kirk out to the the X receiver. I think they could. I think they could. He's got enough size for it. Uh, He's like a six-foot guy. And in terms of like a big receiver on the outside, I mean, you got Hakeem Butler in the fourth round. There you go. So, I mean, if you build on paper, you have Murray, David Johnson at running back. You have Larry Fitz, Christian Kirk, Isabella, 
and then you use Hakeem Butler uh, in and out and on red zone packages, that's a good way to start your offense year one. Yeah, I mean, this guy's offensive coach, so he's going to get players for his side of the ball. Yeah, and even for, for the defense, like for their secondary, Byron Murphy, uh, Deontay Thompson, good value. Really good value in the second and fifth rounds, respectively. So, I mean, overall, the only thing that, I, well, the only thing if I had to really criticize would be, for one, how they handled the Kyler Murray situation. Yeah. And secondly, you know, how they handled the Josh Rosen trade because they didn't get that much value. Um, yeah, they picked Rosen with at 10 yeah. last year. And, and they so, got, like, the 65th pick or what is it? How do you say? 62nd second pick. So yeah. not a good return on your investment. No, not at all. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what's the overall grade? Uh, give, me, give me like a B. Give me a solid, solid B. B. Give me a solid B just because, I mean, um, I, mean, I, li- I like the direction. It was immediate. Um, this draft was dictated upon their quarterback, and they gave him plenty of weapons in this draft class. So I, I, I get the need. All right. B for the Arizona Cardinals. All right. Let's move on. Let's go on to the Rams. Los Angeles Rams. Let's see the Rams. All right, let's take a look. So the Rams, they had the 31st overall pick because, you know, they, they lost in the Super Bowl. So that sucks. But you know what? Going into this draft, um, I had a feeling they'd trade down. I didn't know they'd trade down like a million times, though. They traded like several times. And so they ended up, shoot, I think they had like, what, five picks going into this draft. And they, you know, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So what did you think nine. their kind of strategy was going into this draft for 2019? So overall, going into this, if I look at the draft right now, um, I think overall it was more for the feature, meaning that they feel that, you know, since they're in win now already, they they kind of filled up on the depth charts. You know, these players right now, I don't think they're going to contribute immediately, but I could see them sooner than later because a lot of their, their roster right now is very top heavy on the roster, meaning that there's, they're grizzled veterans, like, you know, Akeem Tlaib, um, Todd Gurley, uh, Eric Weddle, where, you know, oh, yes. right? they're getting paid. You know, well, outside of Todd Gurley, you know, they're, they're getting paid, but they're they're a little bit longer in the, in the tooth. You know what I'm saying? I hear you. Um, where, you know, year one for these these rookies, I don't see them making maybe, maybe a couple of them. I but see, like, a D-tackle getting some good time in because Ndamukong is gone. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, you know, this class... It looked like they, they drafted a running back as well. They did, so... They did. That's showing a little concern of Gurley's health. I think this draft, when you look at how they drafted, it was more so uh, adding depth, some fuel to the fire, if and when it happens, you yeah, know, yeah. to get them one year ahead of time, season and ready for the moment. Because they were working uh, Anderson. They worked them all playoffs. Yeah, C.J. Anderson. Yeah. So, so, so here's, the, here's the thing. So they traded out of the first round. They, they drafted in the second round Tyler Rapp, safety out of Washington. Uh, in my opinion, he's going to be, you know, for Eric Weddle. Eric Weddle's long in the tooth. That's going to be his replacements. Um, so cool. Uh, they traded up in the third round for Darrell Henderson, Memphis running back. Third round. That one was pretty And that one was very... A little surprising. Very foretelling. For them to trade up in the third round to draft a running back. Shows the shows are scared of the health, health issue. And they already have Mal- Malcolm Brown. They have John Kelly already. And so you don't trade up into the third round... After making Todd Gurley the highest-paid running back, without a reason, dot, dot, dot. Yes, I have concerns there, too. Very concerning. Very concerning. Uh, another contingency plan, so. Yeah. <laughs> another third-round pick, uh, David Long, cornerback out of Michigan. 
I really like this pick. I can go more into detail later, but I thought he was a second-round uh, prospect. Man corner, awesome. And once again, he would replace. If Akib Talib leaves after this year, he would go right in by theory, right? Uh, third round, Bobby Evans tackle. Um, depth for Robert Havenstein, um, you know, right there. Uh, Greg Gaines, defensive tackle, fourth round. Dion Kosu is out, gone, yes. so I think he will be a plug and play. Yeah, definitely. Uh, another tackle in the fifth round, David Edwards out of Wisconsin. Once again, going back to the depth on the offensive line. Um, seventh round, Nick Scott, safety, Penn State, cool. Um, Dakota Allen, linebacker, Texas Tech, seventh round. Um, most likely special teams. So all in all, I mean, these picks they weren't necessarily like you know game changing oh, wow, yeah. picks no or whatever. Moments. But they were smart picks. I mean, they were picks for um, all all these positions per se. I mean, I think they're okay at every position. Safety, running back, uh, you know, defensive tackle and tackle currently because they're they're ready to go. But yeah, they're trying to win a Super Bowl this year. Or exactly, but we'll get there again. Exactly. And so these picks right now, it just gives them a little bit of a, a safety blanket. You know. All right. all right. So for the LA Rams, who do you see your favorite pick is for this team? Man, I really like Taylor Rapp. So I know it's a little bit biased, you know, to go with the second, the top pick or whatever, yeah, just yeah. like I did with Kyler Murray. But Taylor Rapp is a really smart safety, high IQ, great ball instincts. Uh, the reason why he slipped to the second round, uh, for that matter, is well, he didn't really test that great at the combine. Okay. Uh, athletically, he's not all there. Um, but when you look at the game film, like he, he's a gamer. Great ball awareness, made a ton of plays for Washington. Uh, I have a little bit of favoritism because he is, <laughs> oh, he's from Georgia. Then he, then he moved to, to UW. Or he didn't move to UW, but he moved to Washington. And he's uh, he's half Chinese. Oh, I didn't know that. Half Canadian. Um, you know, so maybe it goes back to the whole Asian <laughs> stereotype. So high IQ, <laughs> not too great athletically. That sounds kind of familiar, right, Roy? Uh, it's just a stereotype, I say. Just a stereotype. And so <laughs> the funny thing was, like, one of his draft profiles on NFL.com said, like, he over, he had to overcome a lot of adversity. A lot of um, a lot of people doubted his abilities. You know, being Chinese and the, you know, would you say he's undersized? Uh, he's he's right there. I mean, you know, for a safety, you don't need to be huge per se. He's six feet, two hundred eight okay. pounds, but Solid. more. More so the concern about him is, you know, he's coming off an injury. Uh, I think it's a hip injury, and he didn't test that great athletically. So you do wonder about his his range at the next level. But he is, um, yeah, he, pick. he's a solid pick. So I really like that pick. All right. So let's go next into who do you think was the reach or, you know, the worst pick for the NFL, uh, for the Rams? Ha. <sighs> huh. Um... You know, as much as I like Duro Henderson in the third round, um, you know, he's one of the, the top running backs in this class. Good pass catcher. He's got a plenty of, of juice, you know. But it really surprised me for them to trade up and get a running back. I have no idea what's going on with Tug Early. No one knows. Man. No one really knows. No one knows. It's a mystery. I'm just reading the tea leaves, you know. So that was the biggest surprise. He could make a case that it would be the biggest reach because, I mean, you know, with the third— yeah, they traded up. This was the 70th overall pick. Yeah. And so, I mean, if it were up to me, um, you know, I know they addressed, uh, you know, offensive tackle later on in the draft. But, you know, 
Offensive line would have been a, more of a concern. I yeah, think another know. edge guy. They have Whitworth, and he's kind of been old, right? Yeah, I mean, they, they did address it later on in the draft. But, but they could have got a better guy, a better tackle. A better prospect, yeah. yeah. I thought that on paper that running back would be the least of their concerns. Is Chris Anderson, uh, Anderson still? You know, he went to the Lions. All right. So they have so on paper they you have Gurley, and presumably Henderson will be the backup because you he drafted the third round to get him. Then you have Malcolm Brown and you have John Kelly. So that's four running backs on the roster. I didn't really expect them to draft a running back that high, but they did. So, so that's um, reason of concern. Mm-hmm. That's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. All right. So let's give us a, give a grade to the LA Rams. Yeah. So what are you going to give them? All in all, I mean, this wasn't a. You no know, spot, it, no, no it wasn't an exciting draft. You know. Yeah, it was I mean, okay. That happens when you go to the Super Bowl. You don't get the you know the big name guys. You kind of just get you know you gotta try to find some gems in the rough. And the funny thing is, every person that I named pick by pick, like I mentioned before, they had a plan. You know, David Long would replace Keep to Leave. Mm-hmm. Taylor Rapp would replace Eric Weddle. Like I see where they're coming from. And I'm totally okay with it because they didn't reach too much with the exception of Henderson. And Henderson is just more from a positional perspective. Yeah. I think that he's good in his own right into the third round. I was just really surprised that they or was it, you didn't think it was a need. Yeah. So just maybe a want. So that kind of shows where they're at with their roster. So give me um give me a B plus. I really like this draft by them. Right. Everything made sense. B plus. All right. Two out of four teams down. Let's get into your favorite team, Justin. Uh, no bias. <laughs> San Francisco yeah. 49ers. 49ers, baby. So uh, let's go through the draft, you know, pick by pick. And we'll go into your favorites, least favorites. Sure. Okay. Let's just go pick by pick. I mean, so with with the first round, second overall pick, I mean, I think the biggest thing for them was... Splash move. You know, what, what the hell are the Cardinals going to do? So you heard rumors about, hey, they might take Bosa. You take Bosa. They you might take Williams. Quentin Williams. You get Williams. You take Bosa. That was all I heard for like the past few weeks. So if they were to take either Bosa or Williams, you know, would they trade down, blah, 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 all these draft case scenarios. And this is all this drama at like the second overall pick. Yeah, yeah. So I was really happy where they just said, fuck it, draft Kyler Murray. They made it a lot easier. And then the, the Niners drafted Bosa. They made it a lot easier because obviously he's the best rated pass rusher in the draft. And so, you know, political views aside, you know, oh, yeah. that was the right pick to make for the Niners. Considering the, right pick. So the need, need fill. I mean, you could go with Quinn Williams, too. They could have. But they had a lot of players at the defensive tackle. You already had DeForest Buckner, Solomon Thomas, Eric Armstead. They're all first-rounders as well. And so, yeah. to pair Ford. That's pretty nice. Pair, pair them up opposite side of D Ford. I mean, that pretty much puts the roster full circle from a pass-rushing perspective. The Niners last year, they had zero forced turnovers. That's hard to believe. Zero forced turnovers. <laughs> That's hard to believe. That is really hard to do. <laughs> but they did it. They did it. So, great pick for Nick Bosa. Second round, Debo Samuel, which is, you know, I, I get the fit. He was in the senior bowl. I like that pick a lot. Uh, yaks for days. Yeah. Slant God. I think actually. Get, get actually, the ball out quickly. I should you not. He, he averaged 30 yards per reception for slants, which wow. is crazy. I mean, um, and he needs a weapon. You guys need a weapon on that side. He's a slot guy, though, which is interesting. I'll be intrigued to see how he'll be using Kyle Shanahan's offense, but. Uh, he was at the Senior Bowl. I get it. He could theoretically replace Pierre Garçon. So that's cool. Uh, third third round, Jalen Hurd, kind of a tweener. Uh, he played running back his first couple years at Tennessee, transferred over to Baylor, 
played wide receiver for one year at the slot. So he's only had one year particularly starting at the receiver position. But, I mean, for all those Niner fans that want a big time or a big frame receiver, I mean, yeah, he's 6'4". Oh, nice. He'll be the biggest receiver they have on the roster. He'll he's, spread the field, send him deep. He's 205 pounds. I mean, here, here's the thing about him. Will you know, he play the Julio Jones role, you think? I don't know. Uh, I, I'd like to say no because he needs to fill out. And, oh, he's not big enough yet. And his route running, he's only been a slot receiver for a year. Um, they could fill him out. They could use him at tight end. They could use him at running back since he has experience with it. But, you know, overall, uh, you know, quite a offensive weapon, weapon prospects. Uh, fourth round. God damn it. My favorite. Uh, Mitch <laughs> Wishnowski. Hey, punter. Punters are people too, man. That's what they say. They got a punter. <laughs> you guys need one. And you they, might need a kicker as They well. got a punter. And you, you might need a kicker They as got well. a punter. They got, got a punter. All right, that's all I'm going to say. Fourth <laughs> round, they, they traded down, and they got a punter. Fifth round, Dre Greenlaw, linebacker, special teams guy. They traded a six-round pick. All right, they received a six-round pick to trade Dakota Watson to, to Denver. So, I mean, I get the fit. It's going to be for special teams. Uh, six-round pick, Caden Smith, more of a blocking tight end um, out of Stanford. I think that he's going to replace Garrett Selleck, who's on the last year of his contract. Uh, offensive tackle, six-round, Justin School from Vanderbilt. That's cool. School is cool. School is cool. Swing tackle <laughs> type of vibe. And then their last pick, six-round, was Tim Harris, cornerback out of Virginia. He fits the tangibles what they're looking for. He's 6'2", about 205 yeah, pounds. Someone opposite of Sherm. Um, well, Sherman's kind of getting old, too, so you need someone to replace him a bit. I mean, the, the reason why he fell so late is because he had – shoot, it took him like five, five, six years in college because he got injured. He got injured a ton. So, like, yeah. All right, that's why he probably dropped so So he's so like – shoot, I think he's like 25, 26 years old already. He's pretty old, and he's got all these injuries. And so, uh, yeah. All yeah, right, let's go over your favorite pick and who your least favorite pick. Okay, so I mean, uh, I'm also with NinersWebZone.com, so I did this exercise prior. Uh, Nick Bosa was my favorite pick because it was a pick where uh, they didn't have to get cute. You know, they didn't have to trade down. They didn't have to draft Quinn and Williams. Uh, they knew what they wanted to have. You saw all these other rumors prior, but you know what? At the end of the day, he's the best fit and given, need. Yeah, and need fit and need. need. You know, so I'm glad that John Lynch. Didn't go the other way. He just got the best player. Set aside all that other stuff. That is fine with me. Don't, <laughs> especially considering how they fucked up on Ruben Foster, and he had rumors about Solomon Thomas getting traded. They need more franchise, you know, building block type of players that can make an impact. All right, and let's go to your least favorite pick. I think I already know this one already. No, all right, all right. So the punter part, yes. yeah, of course. I mean, you know, myself included, did not like the punter pick. But just to be different because that's so easy to criticize, you know, drafting a punter in the fourth round. Given I know he's really good, and given I also heard rumors that the Patriots were looking at him, they traded up into the fifth round to get a punter out of Stanford. But the third-round pick, Jalen Hurd, so the 67th overall pick, generally speaking, the first, second, third round – you are in the top 100. Yeah, players that will play right away, right? Plug and play. Theoretically speaking, right? Plug and play, at least that's what you hope for when you draft in the top 100, right? So to use the 67th overall pick on a quote-unquote project, um, that is that doesn't bode well with me. Mm. Typically, rounds four, five, six, that's where you draft 
athletes, you know, where you, you can project them at the next level, but it's going to take some time to, to really those coach the, them up. Those are the project rounds. Right. So I would have liked it if Jalen Hurd was in the fourth round instead, and right? And an early third round pick too, so. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's only had one year as a receiver. He only played in the slots. I know he's 6'4", but, you know, uh, just the intangibles about the route running and just the intricacies of playing the position uh, says a lot for Kyle Shanahan, who's a very he's very nitpicky with that type of stuff. Yeah, I mean that's why he didn't get DK Metcalf. That's why he didn't get Hakeem Butler. He wanted people that could run routes, and so you get a guy like Jalen Hurd, which really shows how much faith he has in him. So I mean he's kind of a project, and I hope it really does work out. But for the 67th overall pick, I mean I wasn't a big fan of that. All right, now let's give the grade for the San Francisco 49ers. So, I mean, all in all, in all I like the Nick Bosa pick. Uh, the Debo Samuel pick, I get because I, I've heard constant rumors about him being linked in the senior bowl. Um, but after that, I just felt, you know, especially for the Niners coming with the number two overall pick, uh, you know, they were one of the worst teams in the league and kind of for a reason. And so I didn't really feel they had the luxury of drafting Jalen Hurd. I didn't feel that they had the luxury of drafting a punter in Mitch, Mitch Wisnowski. I didn't feel that, uh, you know, I heard the Patriots, you know, traded up to get a punter in the fifth round. That's cool and all, but, I mean, they're the Patriots. They just won the Super Bowl. Yeah, they can do whatever they want. The Niners, they didn't win the Super Bowl. They haven't made the playoffs in forever, too. So, I mean. Um, so, what are you giving them? I'll give them a C. I'll give him a C. I get the pick with Nick Bosa. That's great. But everything else, I felt that. And and here's another weird thing. They didn't really address the secondary until the sixth round, right? So that pretty much shows that, hey, you know what? We're going to address the secondary that just allowed 35 touchdowns last season, which is shit, by the way. They allowed allowed 35 touchdowns in the the receiving game. Uh, No forced turnovers. And so they addressed it in... Free agency with um, D Ford. You drafted Bosa. Linebacker. So you're trying to get the pass rush there. But the secondary, it's interesting how they didn't do anything in free agency. They didn't get Earl Thomas. They didn't do anything in, in the draft outside of Tim Harris. And so that shows they have a lot of faith in Witherspoon. They have a lot of faith in Tavarius Moore. They have a lot of faith in Agent Colbert. Uh, I know that the last two drafts, they've drafted five prospects. But, you know, I mean... I recognize that they have a lot of faith in their secondary to develop, but you know, for a group that was so bad last year, it's just interesting that they did not invest a second or third round pick in the secondary. All right. And so we'll we'll find out if that was worth the while. Yeah. All right. Last but not least, your Seattle Seahawks. Seattle Seahawks. So looks like they had a small amount of picks. No, they had a good they had a good amount. Look at this. Just kidding. No, they they drafted eleven players, man. It just had 11 players. And so going into the draft, they had four draft picks. They they traded Frank Clark. Um, you know, I can go, go into length about that. Yeah, but I won those. Yeah, they gave... Um, too much for that Frank Clark pick. They traded Frank Clark. They got a first-round pick out of that. Uh, they're going to get a future second-rounder. And, yeah, they, I think they swapped third-round picks with the Chiefs this year. But, you know, in... Seahawks fashion, they took five picks going into this, and they drafted 11. They kept on trading down, 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 traded up, traded down. But all in all, they had 11 picks. Um, you Let's know. go over the draft. Sure. So pick by pick. Uh, 29th overall pick, first round, LJ Collier. Um, from what I heard, he's supposed to be like a Michael Bennett type of player, uh, pass rusher. So... I didn't really see him in the first round, but it seems like he's like a high character guy. He's got a good motor. Um, I saw more like 
mid-second round, but I can understand the pick. Second round, Marquise Blair, safety out of Utah. Violent guy. He could play either cornerback or safety. Probably Philip Earl Thomas's old role. Potentially, potentially. At the end of the second round, really cool, because on paper, fucking awesome. I, I, I swear, great value. DK Metcalf, Ole Miss. Muscle man. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, shirtless workout <laughs> warrior to end the second round. Uh, really cool to pair him up with Russell Wilson, who's, who by happens to be one of the best deep ball passers in the league. Awesome. Um, third round linebacker, Cody Barton out of Utah. Solid guy. Uh, I don't know too much about him per se, but he seems, you know, the reports seem positive with him. Fourth round, Gary Jennings out of West Virginia, uh, which really comes to show he's kind of a slot guy himself. And so to draft Greg Jennings, a slot guy, to draft DJ, DK Metcalf at the second round, uh, you know that I actually found out via Twitter, like during the draft, they said that Doug Baldwin, he's 30 years old right now. He's they said that, there. you know, his... The cumulative like of all his injuries, he actually might retire. Yeah, yeah, this year. Uh, no, like now, like he might oh, not wow. play this year. I mean, they still got a solid set of receivers, so I think they'll be fine. So I mean, Tyler Lockett, and now they have DK Metcalf, and then for for them to invest another pick at the receiver position in Gary Jennings really shows that they're kind of getting themselves ready. If Doug Baldwin cannot suit up for 2019. Oh, well, that would uh, be a big surprise. Yeah. And then after that, I mean, you get some good depth pieces. Fourth round, Phil Haynes, guard out of Wake Forest. A solid, um, a good bruiser. Uh, that's a good draft term that I've heard quite a bit. Cornerback, uh, Ugo Amadi out of Oregon. He could play either safety or cornerback. He, he kind of fits to, the, like, the Seahawks model. Um, that's great. Um, fifth round, Ben Berg, Kervin out of Washington. Uh, rangy guy. Uh, I think that he's kind of in that KJ Wright mold as a Fixed coverage speed linebacker. Yeah, shifty linebacker. Uh, six round, which is interesting because, I mean, they've been drafting running backs, but, I mean, they are a running team. They got this guy named Travis Homer out of Miami, Florida, which is cool. Um, so you got Chris Carson. You got Rashad Penny. They just lost Mike Davis, and so I can kind of see yeah, the need the right there. And then just to finish off the draft, six-round pick to Marcus Christmas. Uh, yeah, Christmas. Yes. Defensive tackle out of Florida State. <laughs> uh, run stopper, you know, good for depth. And then with their final pick, they draft another receiver, their third receiver in John Ursua, wide receiver out of Hawaii, another slot guy. So, I mean, you know, all in all, I think that it was very similar to, like, the Rams drafts because, I mean, Filling both— in the gaps. Both the Rams and the Seahawks, they just made the playoffs, right? Yeah, they both teams just, you know, suiting up trying for another Super Bowl run. So I think that, you know, Collier presumably will help the pass rush. You got Blair, um, who, who could be, I think he could play either free safety or strong safety for that matter. And then to actually fill up the receiving corpse with uh, Metcalf. Jennings. Jennings. You know, you have Tyler Lockett. Like, I see the vision. Everything else, I'm not, you know, I mean... They drafted 11 players, but, like, you know... We'll make the roster, yeah. You know, it's, like, fourth, a bunch of fours, a couple one five, couple sixes. Um, good to fill up the roster. I'll be intrigued to see what will come out of the final 53 with them. All right. So give me, again, favorite picks and least favorite pick. Favorite pick would be DK Metcalf. I know that he's got a lot of bust factor, but for the end of the second round, and you're pairing him up with, like, Russell Wilson, who loves to throw the ball deep... I mean, 
He might not have a ton of receptions per se, but I mean, immediately in the present as a rookie, I can see him being a red zone target. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it, of, you know, good yak. Break some tackles. And it, you know, they've, they've tried in the past, with whether it's been Sidney Rice or Brandon Marshall or Jimmy Graham, they've tried to get a big receiver. So I get where they're trying to get at. Uh, will it will it come out together? I mean, there's a reason why he slid. His hands. But, I mean, you know, the end of the second round, it's, it's a good enough risk to do it, you know? Yeah, good value. Some people were even saying he's a first-rounder. Yeah. So I didn't see that as way, but... Yeah, with all the hype, they could have easily gone in the first round. Exactly. And so, I mean, conversely, I, I have to criticize their, their pick in the first round, which is Elgin Collier. Um, you know, I, I felt that they could have had better value. There were some other players on the board from a pass rushing perspective that had a little bit more promise. Um, he seems like a high floor type of guy, but I don't know about a ceiling, you know, at the next level. Yeah. He's going to replace Frank Clark. I don't know about that, but that's just my initial thoughts. All right, so give me your overall grade. Overall grade, let me give them, you know, considering they only had four drafts, four picks, yeah, four or five picks going into this, and for them to get 11, to trade down and to get a lot of value. And that's the good thing about trading down was because they traded a ton of picks down, but they were able to trade back up into the second round to draft DK Metcalf and to find value in that. Um, so overall, I'll give them. Um, Shoot, I'll give them the, the highest graded out of the NFC West. I'll give them a B plus. All right. So let's go over the grades for your teams. Sure. So you gave Arizona Cardinals a B. B. LA Rams, B plus. Oh, okay, sorry, B plus. Okay. San Francisco 49ers, C. Yep. And Seattle, B plus. Okay. So that is my initial take for the NFL draft. Roy, thank you so much for being kind of like the moderator to help me. No problem, this. It, it really sucks to do this alone, so... Oh my god! So it's, it's time, man. It's yeah, like plus or minus twenty minutes. Uh, yeah, it is five thirty-five right now, and so I want to get some pizza. I want to get some beer. I want to get well situated before we start Game of Thrones. All right, let's get it. Yeah. So once again, guys, thanks for checking out the pod. Uh, be sure to check me out on Instagram at Just the West, Twitter at Just the West, and of course the blog www.justthewest.com. Until next time, we out here. We out, baby. Peace.